Hi everyone, this is your girl Monique from Wagwan China Podcast and I have a special guest with us here today. His name is Kamar and he's a student here in China and we want to know what his journey have been like and we just want to welcome Kamar. Hey, what's up? Wagwan Jamaica. <laughs> Everything all right? So, what's the culture like at your school and what's the name of your school if you don't mind? I'm at Southwest University in Chongqing, China. The Chinese name is Sinandaswe. Well, the culture is pretty much the same all around the universities in China, I assume. Before Chongqing, Sinandaswe, I was in Wuhan, Huazhong Sifandaswe, Central China Normal University. So the work ethic of the students, I mean, these guys are absolutely brilliant. The, the, the lecturers are on par. For me, mostly, I just sit in the classes and listen to what I can understand. Okay, so you say you sit in the classes and listen to what you can understand. So what was it like, you know, going to a class with just Chinese? Did you know Chinese before you came here? What? Well, a part of the course, uh, I had to do a year of Chinese. Mm. Um, as a result of that, I can speak a little Chinese. Okay. So I'm able to help myself in certain situations. I'm able to listen to various Chinese speakers speak, and then you know I know some responses that can happen, that can take place. So where where the classroom setting is concerned, the lecturers they come, they just we say jiang, they talk, they lecture, and then that is it. After the class, you have an opportunity to go see the lecturer, but maybe that's like a five second meeting. So you are basically left on your own. They'll send you the PPTs, okay. and um, all of it is in Chinese. So you have to do the, the translation for yourself. Okay, so your brain is really working overtime. All right, that sounds interesting. So since you have to be doing all of that, right? Like, what are some of the things you use to like really relax yourself while you're at school? And what is like your dorm life like? It's it's quite a challenge um, to find an unwinding method. I mean, movies become your best friend. Your <coughs> cell phone, WeChat groups become your best friend, especially. And I want to say a shout out to Jamaica's finest. Big we time. Are <laughs> the greatest WeChat group on WeChat. Definitely. And, um, so that becomes an unwinding method as well. Uh, you go out sometimes. I mean, almost everywhere in China, it's convenient for you to get to the movie theaters, to the playgrounds, to the parks, etc. So you can move around very freely, very safely, might I add, and conveniently, as I've said before. So you do those things to kind of reset your mind. And then there are days when you just want to be locked up, don't want to see no one, not even yourself in the mirror. Wait, you're locked up where? In your dorm. <laughs> <laughs> In your dorm, where else? I mean, most students, <laughs> let me tell you, most students, they have their own apartments. Oh, I'm yet nice. to find my own apartment. But dorm life uh, is okay for me. Okay. I'm in my own little cubicle, in my own corner. <laughs> I climb up in my bed each night <laughs> under my own tent. <laughs> so no one, is, <laughs> no one is seeing what I'm doing. So my dorm life, compared to other people's dorm life, is quite different. Mm. I love my dorm life. It is mm. cheap, convenient, and it's just good. So, like, being on the dorm, you know, you meet, like, different people from different places. So, like, mm, who you meet so far were most interesting and who you learn from so far? And what are some of the things that you learn 
after you know creating international relationships uh, let me tell you something my classification of international students dorm is somewhat like a mini united nations there is a multiplicity of nationalities here um we, we interact on a daily basis i think one of my closest friends now is from sudan and he speaks alaboyu which is arabic Aye. so <laughs> he can speak a little bit um, of, of, of chinese and he speaks a little bit of english as well okay. so you have Kazakhstan, Turkey, I don't even remember some of the, how to pronounce some of the country's name. But all of the stands, the, from Pakistan to Tajikistan, <laughs> they are there. You have the Mongolians, Koreans are there. Not many Caribbean people. Okay. And that is something that I really want to say more of. Well, not, well, for my school currently, there's only one other Antiguan young lady. Mm. But in other universities, certainly that have visited other campuses, across the country there's a plethora of um, other caribbean nationals but we need more caribbean people especially jamaican people to come take the opportunities that are available and come to study in china okay and i hear what you're saying about not having a lot of jamaicans here with you but like how did you get to china like what was the process is that scholarship if i'm interested in studying in china like what are some of the do's, the don'ts? What do you recommend? How I got here was something of an enigma in a sense, but I, I'm, I'm still grateful for the opportunity, eternally grateful for the opportunity. I am on a, scholar, at a government scholarship through bilateral partnerships with China and Jamaica. Okay. So that scholarship is run through the scholarship student at the Ministry of Finance and Planning in Jamaica along with the Chinese embassy okay. in Jamaica as well. The process was quite tedious. Okay. The medical checks, your, uh, what you call this now, police record gaining and all that mm. kind of thing. It was quite hectic, but then when things came down to the, the essence of it, uh, you, it was a, so, something like a dream come true, I would say, but I mean, when you step foot on China for the first time, yeah. not knowing any Chinese. I mean, the first time I came here was in 2017 on government business. I was, you know, kind of treated like dignitary. Mm -hmm. But then when you come here as a normal person, you land at the airport and there's no one to come for you. You don't know ni hao. Mm -hmm. You don't know yao tsu nega difa. Wotsu nega sinandasu. I want to go to this school or this place or wherever. Then <clears throat> you have your address on your phone and you point on it and the people drop you off and they charge you mm -hmm. an excess amount of money which they should not have. So already mm -hmm. you find out that when you don't speak the language you are taken advantage of. When yeah. you don't know the language or you don't know where you're going exactly, you can be taken advantage of. So my experience so far has been bittersweet. But Yuela Yuihao, that is the Chinese way of saying day by day it gets better. Okay. So, like, what are some of the festivals that you celebrate here? Have you been involved in any, any shows, anything, showcase any Jamaican talent, sing a tune, anything? The Wen Hua Zie, the cultural festival of Wuhan, Hua Zhong Central China Normal University. I actually sang in that one. Eh, eh. 
Yeah, them turn me now. And I will not sing either. So don't, ask me, don't ask me that question. I sang a little bit in Chinese mm-hmm. and a little bit in English. I was a part of a group, thankfully. But I won't sing. So tell your audience not to but ask But I me think to they sing. would really appreciate even one one word, one of the Chinese word that you sang. See there. And that is all I know. I what does that mean? What is that in English? Uh Huasu welcomes you. Doesn't matter where you're from. Can you sing that part in English? Huasu welcomes you. Um, no matter where you're from. Lovely. Something like that. Amazing. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing else? Bye. But you never finished? I finished. Oh, <laughs> oh what was it? I mean, yeah, well, the other culture. So, listen, the, 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 the cultural days are some things to live for. When you look on the display of all the other countries and their mm-hmm. culture, their food, their dance, their dress, m- much of the Africans could be similar to us. But I mean, Jamaicans, we are ethnically African. Okay. But when you look in depth, at how you know they carry themselves and their their displays and their culture their food mm-hmm. then you have the europeans both from north northern europe southern europe eastern europe western europe then you have all of the asian countries coming together not just china a melting pot of cultures collide and you get to learn so much from each culture the other day i think there was ramadan Ramadan. Ramadan is, is the Muslim, yeah. the Muslim holy, um, holy, holy month, really, okay. of fasting. And I participated in Ramadan. I'm not Muslim. You fasted? I, well, I fasted. For all that For time? maybe like three hours. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but I fasted. And all then right. my Muslim friend, when I, was, when I was leaving for the Christmas, my Muslim friend wished me a Merry Christmas. Mm-hmm. Something that you won't necessarily find unless you have built great relationships with people. So, coming to China, and I mean, as an international student, I've learned so much. And the experience so far that I've gathered can push me to do anything else in the world that I want to put my hand to. All right, so I think that is important for us as individuals, you know, that we continue to do our best in everything. And definitely we are about to wrap up. But the last thing we want to know from you, Kemar, is what are some of the advice you could give a person wanting to come to China to study but they're fearful? What would you say to them? Don't be fearful. Mm-hmm. Take on the challenge. And I mean, China is, I would say China is growing to be one of the world's superpower in educational offerings. Uh, they are the superpower currently. The courses are cheap mm-hmm. compared to American courses. And... Um, <clears throat> The American, Canadian, and the UK courses. Courses are cheap. You get to experience a culture that was much locked away mm-hmm. in the last 30 years. So much of what we know about China was what we saw on television. What we know, know about China living here is much greater, far greater than what we would have learned over time on the televisions and such the likes. So, come to China. It is going to be difficult at first. Mm, that's right. But, once you get into the groove of things, like I've said before, year lie, year ha. Day by day, day by it day. gets better. Year lie, year lie. And I mean, with the advent of technology, you won't be too far from home. 
You can call home anytime of day, just have your ends. We call it ends. I don't want to say the V word. They might be listening. Just have up your ends. We're going to tell you what ends mean very soon. But have up your ends, just so you can stay connected to the Western world. You know, your your Facebook, your Instagram, your Twitter, all that kind of thing. But come to China and study. The opportunities are endless here. And you can leave from here in China. And go to other southeastern Asian countries very cheaply too. Yeah. Bali well well we are the <laughs> Bali's and the Bora Bora's and the Philippines and the Manila's and all that kind of thing. <laughs> are we Bora Bora them you know? <laughs> no, 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 But yeah, I mean the opportunities are endless here. Okay. Endless. So I just want to thank you for, you know, giving us that insight and I trust that it has helped one of our listeners or even more so far and about the VVV mm-hmm. and the ends you can check out one of our first videos whether you can go on Spotify or YouTube and we gave you the download on all of that so thank you so much for joining myself and Kemar hi Shanique <laughs> Shanique just joined us in studios she's late for work <laughs> Thank you so much for being a part of the Wagwan China podcast. Kamar, like, subscribe, and, and share. All right, we're out. Bye, Shanique. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>